Welcome to Coffee and Sports, your weekly podcast that makes you smarter on the most intriguing topics from this past week in the world of sports, all in the 20 minutes or so it takes you to drink your coffee. I'm your host, Colin Fleming. I covered sports for years for ESPN and now coming to your ears from Los Angeles, California. I'm joined by my partner in crime. He's the former Division I all-conference offensive lineman who went on to become a football recruiter, and now he's given Joe Thomas a run for his money, not just in the pool, but with those abs. It's the one and only Jeffrey Earl Hines. Jeff, how are we doing this week? Colin, doing great. The sky is blue, the grass is brown, and we get to talk football again today. And Jeff, this might be the biggest week in the history of this very prestigious show. As you all know, we have millions and millions of fans across the globe that tune in each and every week, and we will serve you all with topics that include subjects from Ireland, England, Mexico, the United States of America, Canada, Venezuela, and even Egypt. So let's not waste any time and get into it all with three and out. All right, and topic number one, the AFC Championship game. After falling behind by double digits for the second consecutive week, the Chiefs respond in a big way, ending the Titans' magical postseason run and advancing to the Super Bowl. I learned one thing since I've been here. You gotta fight for your right to fight! No doubt the Kansas City faithful will be partying it up in South Beach all week long. Jeff, we will break down all things Super Bowl next week in our Super Bowl preview special. But how should Kansas City fans feel about trailing by double digits each of the last two weeks only going on to win in dominating fashion? Kansas City Chiefs fans should feel, um, you know, relieved, of course, that they were able to come back, but also uh, pretty excited for the Super Bowl because those comeback wins uh, were just great team efforts to come back whether it was a kickoff return of course a big play on offense at one point Andy Reid just turns the turns everything over to Pat Mahomes and he just dials it up uh, but the biggest takeaway for Chiefs fans and what they need to be most excited about is that defense. You know, holding Derrick Henry out uh, of 69 yards, uh, definitely that defense is just playing lights out. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, uh, and the Honey Badger on the back end are uh, just playing great all-around team defense. That's what the Chiefs fans uh, need to be most excited about. A total 180 from earlier this year where they couldn't stop anyone in the run game. All right, topic number two, the NFC Championship game. Mostert, left side, another first down carry and more. How about a touchdown? San Francisco goes on to beat Green Bay 37-20 and advances to its first Super Bowl since 2012 when Colin Kaepernick was quarterback. Jeff, what makes this 49ers team so special? <laughs> Colin, my uh, favorite part of the football game, uh, favorite part to watch is the trenches uh, and what makes makes the 49ers special are the trenches uh, on both sides uh, their offensive line is operating that zone scheme perfect they're nasty uh, reminds me of the Denver Broncos bike back in the Mike Shanahan days uh, when they're winning Super Bowls uh, it's fun to watch and really uh, great to see those running backs it's a one cut offense getting up field and once again, it reminds me of those Broncos because anybody can run it. Just follow the block, make that cut, get north. Uh, but also on defense, we've talked about the D-line before, uh, just dominating. Uh, they're fierce, nasty, smart, all over the field. They play disciplined. 
Uh, so that's what makes them special uh, is really that run game. The trench is fun to watch. Jeff, they are mean. They are physical. They get your hands on you and they are not afraid to get dirty. That's West Coast football, baby. Topic number three, Tom Brady on Westwood One. Perhaps, perhaps you might play for another team. And are you willing to do that? I'm open minded about the process and you know, at the same time, I'm, you know, I love playing football and I want to continue to play and do a great job. So I'm looking forward to what's ahead. Whatever the future may bring, I'll embrace it with open arms. Jeff, he's not closing the door. What are the odds Tom Brady does not wear a Patriots jersey? And if he doesn't, where will he go? Tom Brady, he's going to stay with the Patriots. You know, where is he going to go uh, and have full control of the offense with everybody he knows, everything built around him. And also from the Patriots' uh, standpoint, are they going to go the direction of a young quarterback? Are they going to get a veteran? Is there a veteran that would want to come in there and work with Bill and Josh McDaniels? Does Bill want to tutor a young quarterback? Um, I don't think he does, and I don't know of any veteran quarterbacks that would want to go in there uh, and really have have to learn everything in that offense at the end of their career. So I, I believe Tom Brady is going to be on the Patriots. But if he doesn't, uh, you know, I could see him going to Las Vegas or come out there to you and play for those Chargers. And that does it for three and out. Jeff, what do you say we hop aboard the express train? Choo choo. All right, and all aboard. First stop on the express train, it's standing ovation. These are the three best things we saw this week. And topic number one, he's back, Connor McGregor. Less than a minute in, Connor McGregor announces his return. Nothing but pure domination from the notorious. Jeff, how impressive was his 42nd KO victory? Yeah, Colin, we should be very impressed. It was a 42nd uh, knockout, and I know a lot of pay-per-view viewers probably weren't very excited, uh, but we should all be very impressed because with that knockout, Connor becomes the first fighter to knock somebody out in three different weight classes. Uh, and every anybody that watched the fight got to see him introduced his shoulder hits. Uh, they were fun with that quick little dip uh, coming up, eventually breaking Cowboys' uh, nose. But very impressed, uh, very fun to watch. He is back, and the UFC is a much better place because of it. Speaking of back, topic number two, Zion Williamson makes his highly anticipated NBA debut. Here is Zion stepping back, pulling the trigger, and hitting it through! 22 points for Zion with 17 of those coming in a three-minute, eight-second span in the fourth quarter, putting the Pelicans back in front. Jeff, his run included going four of four from behind the arc. Break down Zion's debut for us. Yeah, Colin, uh, like I said, that that three-minute, eight-second span uh, was really fun to watch when he exploded for those 17 points. Uh, he was hit from in the paint. You mentioned the three or the four three-pointers. Um, that that was definitely fun, and it was. I enjoyed seeing him expand his range, get out of the paint, and hit those threes. Uh, really shows he's been working while he's been out. Um, you know, something I did notice, obviously, and I'm not shocked by it, but he wasn't as explosive uh, as he was coming off the injury. He seemed a little bit out of shape. Uh, so the fact that he did everything at three minute eight span, three minute eight seconds span, um, while not being in the best shape, still recovering from an injury, I'm just really excited 
uh, to see what he does down the road the rest of his rookie year. Uh, but, you know, a fun little quick stat from that game and what he did, Colin. He is the first player to ever have 20-plus points in under 20 minutes in his debut. Topic number three, after 16 seasons and two Super Bowl victories, Eli Manning announces his retirement. Jeff, is Eli a Hall of Famer? Uh, Colin, I told you before we uh, got on and recorded uh, that I could go on for days about this. So I'm going to try to you know keep it fairly brief. Uh, but this is something I've gone back and forth on, whether he's a Hall of Famer, whether he's not. He's got the two Super Bowl, two Super Bowl MVPs, uh, has great stats. Um, of course, he's top 10 in passing and touchdowns as well. Uh, so he's had a great career. But is he a Hall of Famer? Um, I said yes before, but, you know, more I've looked at it. Um, I don't believe he is. Uh, you know, one thing, one of my own personal criteria is, you know, are you a top five quarterback in the league for, you know, three, four plus years uh, in a row? And the answer with him is just no. So he's had a great career. Um, he definitely um, put up some stats, but he, he's just not a Hall of Famer. And, you know, the other way some people look at the Hall of Fame is, can you tell the story of the NFL without a player? And, you know, he's going to be part of the story in the NFL. But with that being said, Colin, you know, he, he doesn't have his own chapter. He has a page or two. So he's not a Hall of Famer. Jeff, I think you and I are going to have to disagree on this. I don't think you can write the book of NFL history without Eli Manning. Therefore, according to that criteria, he is in. And on top of that, he's only one of a handful of quarterbacks who have multiple Super Bowls and a top five passer in the league's history. I think he's going to be in Canton. Agree to disagree. All right, Jeff, next up on the express train, it's what are you doing? Topic number one, Gonzaga. After outscoring its opponents by 75 combined points last week, the AP poll moves them from number one to number two. Jeff, what is the AP doing? Not sure on this one, uh, Colin. Not only did they win by 75, uh, they beat better teams. Santa Clara ranked 80, BYU 33. Uh, Baylor in the same time beat Iowa State 82, Oklahoma State 78. So no idea what they're doing. Totally agree, Jeff. Topic number two, Jose Altuve. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, <clears throat> MLB did their investigation. They didn't find anything. Jeff, what is he doing talking about this in the way that he did? This is a classic non-denial denial. denial. Uh, notice he says they never caught us. Uh, not once did he say he didn't do it. Uh, Colin really seems like he had a nice little conversation with Roger on how to handle this. Topic number three, Larry Walker and Derek Jeter are both named to the Hall of Fame. However, thanks to one single voter, Jeter is not a unanimous selection to go to Cooperstown. Jeff, what is that one voter doing here? Colin, one of three things happened here. One. He figured, you know, Jeter's getting into the Hall of Fame anyways, doesn't need my vote. I can use it for somebody else. Two, he's a Red Sox fan. Or three, and the most likely, his wife came home after a weekend in New York with a nice little Jeter gift basket. <laughs> Damn. All righty then. Moving along. Next stop on the express train, it's do you agree? I'm going to make three statements, Jeff, and you're going to tell me if you agree. Topic number one, free agent running back Derrick Henry will receive the franchise tag and remain with the Tennessee Titans next season. Totally agree with this. He will receive the franchise tag. Number one, 
uh, for the team, it makes sense. Uh, it won't count against the salary. Won't, he won't take his biggest salary cap hit. So they can really focus on finding their quarterback. And Derrick Henry has time. He has 804 career carries after four seasons. When the Cowboys signed Ezekiel Elliott to his long term, he was already at 868 after three seasons. Derrick Henry, bigger build, will last longer. Titans know that they can sign him in a year or two. So their biggest need right now, let's find that quarterback focus there. Topic number two, Jeff, you just mentioned it. Phillip Rivers will be the next quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Colin, totally agree. Totally makes sense for Phillip Rivers to go out to Tennessee. Smart move for them. Uh, They'll probably be able to save a little bit of money. Uh, He won't get the contract that Tannehill is probably going to get. Uh, but definitely see it happen and totally agree. Not only that, Jeff, but I see him as an upgrade at that position over Tannehill in Mariota. Topic number three, Aaron Rodgers will not win another Super Bowl. Uh, Colin, totally agree. Uh, he's still a great quarterback, but the next generation of QBs are here. So I agree with this one as well. All right, moving along. Next stop on the express train, laugh or trash. Jeff, we're going to go through three topics and you're going to tell me if we should laugh or if we should trash. And this week it is all Connor McGregor. Topic number one, Connor is calling out the competition. Jeff Laffer trash. <laughs> Colin got a laugh. Uh, he was on fire this whole time. Topic number two, Connor calling out the UFC saying you could give out those fake belts. The UFC, they can strip fires and give to the fires, make believe belts in order to replicate my champ champ status, but they can't give knockout victories across multiple weight divisions. <laughs> Jeff Laffer trash. I gotta laugh. I, I just love his reaction and his champ champ. The double champ is here to stay. Topic number three. Connor, what are you drinking? Robert 12 Irish whiskey. That's the big question now. We just released a 1.75 Leah. So we've got the 375, we've got the 750, we've got the 1 Leah, and then we've got the big boss, the, the 175. I'm gonna get a 175 to celebrate with me fans and I at me after party. <laughs> Jeff Laffer trash at the proper 12. Colin got a laugh. Uh, Perfect timing because it convinced me to go buy a liter bottle. All right, Jeff. Final stop on the express train. It's who did it better. We're going to go through three topics and decide who did it better. Topic number one, staying with Conor McGregor. Who did it better? Conor McGregor versus Cowboy on Saturday night or Kansas versus Kansas State Tuesday? Uh, This one's easy. Conor and Cowboy, they were supposed to fight, whereas Kansas, Kansas State, uh, was an absolute disgrace uh, in the Big 12. And of course, we also, you know, they handed down punishments. Uh, DeSoto got 12 games, but he'll be back in time for the Big 12 tournament, of course. Uh, but definitely McGregor and Cowboy on this. Topic number two, Jeff, a little remix here. Who will do it better this year in the MLS? The Galaxy's newly acquired Chicharito Hernandez or his national team teammate and current 110 freeway rival Carlos Vela of LAFC? Uh, this one's easy. Carlos Vela, uh, he's on fire. He set the record last year uh, in the MLS of scoring 34 goals. Uh, if you had a chance to watch, just fun to watch. So I'm going Carlos Vela. I agree. We're Golden Falcon supporters here. Yes, we are. 
All right, Jeff, the final topic of the express train, it's topic number three. Which head coach celebrated their championship win better? Coach O with his ham sandwich following the national championship title last week or Andy Reid celebrating the AFC championship by, quote, eating a cheeseburger and going to bed, end quote. Call and go, Coach O, on this one. Um, Because I'm guessing he let his food digest before he went to sleep. And we know that Andy Reid didn't just have one cheeseburger. Uh, It wasn't a single stack. It was at least a double. So, Coach O, because he let his food digest. And that does it for the express train. Jeff, let's finish this thing off some rapid fire. Let's heat it up. All right, first up, it's this week's MVP. Jeff, I'll go first. My MVP, the Honey Badger. Tyron Matthew was the highest rated Chiefs defensive player in Sunday's AFC Championship game, according to Pro Football Focus, which was easy to see after delivering multiple huge hits and playing the tenacious football we have all grown accustomed to seeing from him. Except for one guy, Steve Kime. Way to go by cutting him. Hashtag fire Steve Kime. Jeff, what do you got? Colin, you know how I feel about Steve Kime, so we can all agree on that. Fire Steve Kime. Yeah, my MVP is Larry Walker. Uh, he becomes the first Rocky to enter Cooperstown. 313 batting average, 383 home runs, 1,300-plus RBIs. Great in the outfield. Uh, just fun to watch and great to see uh, that someone from the Mile High City finally got in. Hopefully, t- Todd Helton's next. All right, Jeff, moving along. Next up, what to watch for. We're going to tell you what we are watching this weekend. And Jeff, I am going to be watching the Pro Bowl Skills Competition Thursday night on ESPN. This is our opportunity to watch these NFL superstars show off their skills in my personal favorite setting, which last year actually featured Bears quarterback Mitchell Trubisky trying and failing miserably to throw a ball over a nine-foot wall to a receiver. But this year my money is on keenan allen to steal the show jeff what are you watching colin i'll be watching the senior bowl uh the next crop uh coming up uh very excited of course want to watch justin herbert been watching practices all week he's done well uh jalen hurts just bummed out he can't wear his uh dual helmet with oklahoma and alabama uh, but someone I, I was excited to watch all week uh, was javon kinlaw out of south carolina the deep tackle but unfortunately he got injury Uh, But just been a fun week and can't wait to watch the Senior Bowl, see everybody, uh, you know, finish out before we get here to the Super Bowl. Jeff, they don't call it rapid fire for nothing. Let's keep it going. Next up, stat of the week. My stat of the week is 0-28. That was Kemba Walker's head-to-head record against LeBron James entering Monday night. The second most games against a single opposing player in NBA history without a win. Well, Kemba responded in a big way by handing the Lakers their largest defeat of the season and second largest margin of defeat for the Lake Show since acquiring Braun. Wow. Jeff, what's your side of the week? $2,800,000. That's the money saved by the New York Mets uh, with Carlos Beltran. They don't have to pay him his $3 million salary. They came to an agreement uh, to just pay 200000 to his foundation. Uh, so good job by the Mets. Save themselves some money. All right, Jeff. It's the reason the millions and millions tune in to listen each and every week. It's time for Cliche Sports Podcast Hot Take. What do you got for me? Calling back in 1985-1986, Patrick Ewing missed 32 games in his rookie season. Still uh, went on to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, so with that being said, Zion's missed 44 uh, but he's going to come back, lead the Pelicans to the playoffs. I go and snatch that rookie of the year from your boy, Ja Morant. 
<laughs> we will see. Jeff, my cliche sports podcast hot take is Liverpool will take its unbeaten streak into April. Over the weekend, they survived one of its toughest challenges of the season against Manchester United, but Mohamed Salah was there in stoppage time to secure all three points. They are a team of destiny and continue to prove that Thursday against the Wolves. That's a hot one, Colin. All right, Jeff, and that does it for this week's edition of Coffee and Sports. We thank the millions and millions of listeners from across the globe for tuning in each and every week. Please be sure to follow us at Coffee Sports Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This has been a production of Tandem Bike Productions. We will see you next week for our Super Bowl special preview. Jeff, we out. Bing bong. <laughs>